Welcome to In the Backfield. My name is Carson and this is my partner Emilio. Today we will be covering week 14 game outcomes and week 15 predictions. Today in segment one, we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to take a couple of our favorite games, we have three each, and we're going to talk about those at the end of this segment. So first we're going to go over the games that we're going to talk about, or the games that we thought weren't as interesting. So first game we'll talk about is uh, Patriots over Steelers, 21-18. Um, it was a good game. And then Ravens over Rams, 37-31. Uh, Saints over Panthers, 28-6. Not a shocker there, in my opinion. Cowboys-Eagles, 33-13. And then Packers and Giants. Packers, or Giants over Packers, 24-22. Um, some more of the games we thought were less interesting. Bucks versus Falcons. Bucks at 29, Falcons at 25. Browns 31, Jags 27, 49ers 28, Seahawks 16, Broncos 24, Chargers 7. Some of the games that we thought were interesting were my first game that I decided was the Bengals over the Colts. I thought it was very uh, interesting that that Joe Burrow is out and the Bengals are going to end up struggling because they don't have their starting quarterback. Um... And you see they blew up this big team, or not 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 the greatest team, but they're still not a bad yeah, team. All right. Yeah, they're a capable team. And just how this organization is taking this, a big win over the Colts, even though the Colts don't have a starting quarterback either, but they have a good backup in mm-hmm. Gardner Minshew. I think the Bengals are, are still a good team, and they can roll to the playoffs. Um, my first game I'd like to talk about is Bears over the Lions. Uh, 28-13. Um, as for us as Minnesota Vikings fans, it's cool to see the Lions get beat, which means that the NFC North is up for grabs in a way. If the Lions keep losing in these last three weeks and um, if the Vikings keep winning, it'd be cool to see who really gets the – well, it'd be probably closer to the third or fourth seed in the NFC, but it would be the top contender in the division. So it's – it's interest, interesting to see that the the Bears or the Lions can't seem to get over the Bears this season. Um, when I was watching this game, I thought it was a shock to me. The Bears, the Bears are a great. Or the Bears haven't had the greatest season this year, but watching them beat the a good Lions or a good Lions team this year, they've had a pretty successful season. Um, but to see this, this is an this is an exciting thing. Um, if the Vikings can put it together, we can we can get the division and make the playoffs. It would, that would be interesting to see for sure. Yeah. Uh, my next game, uh, Vikings over the Raiders. Boring. Absolutely a boring <laughs> game. It was it was it was insanely. It wasn't fun. It was punt after punt after punt until the last quarter after Ivan mm-hmm. Pace uh, intercepted it, and then he did a sweet backflip. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's just one of those things that. I guess we're, we weren't productive. Josh Dobbs was struggling in the in the first half of the game, and then we ended up putting uh, what's his, I can't think of his name um, Mullins. Yep, Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins into the game, and he got he got um, activated as a starter this week, and I think that that's good to see. Um, give him a chance, but I I still like Josh Dobbs in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think he could be he could be the quarterback for our team this year. He's just got to put him together. He just had an off game, in my opinion. Um, 
he was speaking more offensively. I'd like to switch things to the defensive side of the ball. Um, both teams really showed that they can play defense, I guess. The, the Vikings, especially last year, really struggled with keeping teams out of scoring range and even a little bit this beginning of the season. They had to get some things figured out, but it's cool. Well, it was a boring game to watch, but it was cool to see that even though our offense couldn't click just right, that our defense picked them up and didn't allow a score and allowed Greg Delight Joseph to finish this one off. Uh, JJ's hospital pass. <laughs> that was... Honorable mention, his pa- yeah. hospital pass. I don't know what it is. Josh Dobbs just puts it out there for him, I guess. Yeah, he... Yeah, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my next game, Jets 30, Texans 6. I put this on here because um, the Jets do not have a very good offense, and the Texans are supposed to. C.J. Stroud, as you know, we're C.J. Stroud fans. Um, C.J. Stroud is supposed to lift this team out of the gutter, and this game does not look like he did that at all. I mean, it's, it's just horrendous to see it, considering they were, he was leading a few weeks ago. He was leading game, game-winning game drives and stuff, and this showing against the Jets does not show how good of a team the Texans are, and it should be almost an embarrassment. Um, when, I, when I was looking on ESPN and I was watching the – what is it, the conference, or not Not the conferences. Yeah, the conferences after the game. And when they were interviewing the coach, the coach isn't really sold on Zach Wilson still. I, I don't remember his name. Oh, Robert I, Sala. Yeah, he's not He's not sold on right. this Zach Wilson experiment still. And since he was drafted, he's just had this struggle, mm-hmm. and he's just not sold on him completely. And you never know he if he's gonna lose. He could he could be traded after this year, to be honest. Yep. If Ro- once Rogers comes out of uh, the IR, and I guess this is a testament to the game, but I guess they're doing better now. <laughs> uh, the next game we're gonna talk about Bills over Chiefs, twenty to seventeen. I thought this was a good game. The bill, the Bills really showed what they're really made of this season. They had, they've had these ups and downs with uh, losing players on each side of the ball, losing their best corner actually, Trevon White, and they showed that they can beat the Chiefs mm-hmm. finally after the struggling of losing to the Chiefs in the in the semifinals and losing to all of them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're finally showing them they can beat this team. Yeah. Um. Um, a few things that I'd like to say. The Bills have have struggled this season. It has been their season. It's cool to see them beat the Chiefs, I think. The Chiefs are in a period right now where they don't know exactly what to do. Um, with Kadarius Tony being paid a ridiculous amount of money and... Um, not performing. Not performing, not catching balls, and being offsides. If he lines up correctly on that play, he wins the game. And... I understand people think that, you know, whatever Mahomes thinks, which is absolutely incorrect, he was offsides. It's they need to figure some things out. Um, I don't know if that involves getting a new wide receiver coach to, I don't know, nail him down a little bit. But I think the Chiefs need to do something if they want to can stay on top like they have been in previous years. Um, you gonna keep going about that? No. Okay. Let's move on to the next game. Uh, my final game that we highlighted is. 
Titans 28, Dolphins 27. This was the first Monday night game. Um, the Dolphins were definitely not supposed to lose this game, especially to <laughs> rookie Will Levis, who had this the game goat. of his life. He's a go so far. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I don't know what you say here. The Dolphins are supposed to walk away with this one, give them another another game lead in the AFC um, South. Nope, AFC East. Sorry. And um, that did not happen. It was, it was cool to see them duke it out, and it was an entertaining Monday night game. Uh, to build off that a little bit, uh, I, w- I just liked Will Levis. I liked Will Levis in the draft and stuff, but I didn't know who's, what team was really going to take him. If you looked into the season, and if once they brought Will Levis in drafting him, they literally drafted the quarterback out of Liberty. I think his name was uh, – I can't even think about it. Uh, Malik something. Malik Willis. Malik Willis, yeah, that's his name. And they already had a starting quarterback in Tannehill. And so I thought he wasn't going to see much playing time after this year. But once they activate him as the starter quarter, the starting quarterback, I'm like, oh, this might be rebuilding mm-hmm. season for them. I see it. They were down. They were down. They, they scored once in the first half, and they just really rallied back into this game when I was watching. It was clearly evident that the Dolphins were struggling on mm-hmm. both sides of the ball. And I think this was a great show of how the Titans can be as a team and what the potential will or is for the future. Um, I have one question for you, Melo. Um, you mentioned that you think the Titans are in a bit of a rebuild. Yeah. And um, Derrick Henry's not getting any younger. Do you think you trade him for the most draft capital you can to try to keep continue on that rebuild? I see as... Well, as I see Derrick Henry in the situation he's in right now, there's a lot you could do with him. Yes, you can trade him, but as teams see he's getting older and stuff and he's regressing, they might not give you as much for him because mm-hmm. he's there's in the NFL there's certain age gaps and age limits to a running back and how much they can actually produce during that time. Mm-hmm. I know that's weird to say and stuff, but like that's it's a true thing. Right. I think they're gonna end up trading him. But I don't think the Titans are going to get very much out of it. I think the best they'll get is like a maybe an, a like early to late first round pick for him, if that. Maybe a couple second round picks. Yeah, not to mention the running back position is not worth anything recently. Yeah, like um, Austin Eckler held up for a huge contract, and he he's for the Chargers. Um, he held up for a huge contract, and the guy right behind him stepped in and took the reins and. Once Austin Eckler came back, he looked almost washed, old, and slow, mm-hmm. which is weird to say because he's, he's a young guy, um, all things considered. But, yeah, the, the running back position, position is not as valued as it once was currently. And I think we've seen that a lot this year, even with Jonathan Taylor sitting out because of contract. And he was, on, he was on that list about how he's just waiting to get paid. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of players are doing that. They, they're trying to get paid what they think they're worth. Right. But... I see teams that aren't that aren't gonna do it. They're just not gonna tolerate it. <laughs> um, all these scores are thanks to the lovely people at NFL.com. So that concludes our first segment. Welcome back to In the Backfield. Today is Thursday, December fourteenth. Um, in this segment, we'll be predicting the winners for Week 15 
and uh, Emilio will start us off. My first game that I have today is the Chargers versus the Raiders, and I'm going to take the Chargers over the Raiders, obviously. I think even though losing Justin Herbert, the Raiders just aren't a great team, and I and I think the Chargers can overcome with overcome this team. Uh, my first game, Bengals versus the Vikings. Uh, we're a Minnesota-based uh, podcast, and we obviously love our Minnesota Vikings, and uh, I would like to see them win this one. My next game is Colts versus the Steelers. I'm going to take the Colts this week just based on they're just a more put-together team, and after Kenny Pickett's injury, I don't think they're going to perform very well offensively. So I'm taking the Colts. Uh, I, my next game is Lions versus the Broncos. The Broncos have been on a kind of a roll the past few weeks, but uh, I'm going with the Lions. I like the Lions team a little bit more. Dan Campbell, I think everybody's a fan of him, so I got the Lions. Uh, my next game is Saints versus the Giants. I don't think there's much to say here um, looking at this matchup as the Saints is a good team, or they're a decent team in the NFL, and the Giants team this year is not very good due to injuries and more conflicts with the offense. Um, my next game, Browns versus the Bears. I think it's cool that they signed Joe Flacco off his couch about four weeks ago, and he is playing crazy well, um, or crazy good, I should say. Um, yeah, the Browns defense is great. I'm just going Browns on this one. My next game that I have is the – oh, it's the Panthers versus the Falcons. I will take the Falcons in this. Panthers, there's not much to say. There's, They're not the greatest team in the NFL, and the Falcons are just a couple pieces away from making a playoff uh, run. Uh, my next game, Bucks versus the Packers. Uh, the Packers have been on a little bit of a roll themselves. Jordan Love has been playing out of his mind. Um, for no concrete reason other than that, uh, I'm going to take the Packers over the Bucks. My next game that I'm reviewing is the Dolphins versus the Jets. Even though the Dolphins last week lost to the Titans, I think that was a fluke game, and I think that's one of the biggest fluke games this year, in my opinion. And I think the Jets are just, they're not going to make the playoffs, and they're, they're not the best team in the world, so I'm, I'm taking the Dolphins. Um, I got Chiefs versus Patriots. I, I'm going Chiefs in this one. That's our bell you just heard over when Carson was talking. But anyways, my next game is the Texans versus the Titans. I'm taking the Tex or I'm taking the Texans. Even though the Titans won last week against a very good football team, I don't think the Titans can do I'm gonna take the Texans over the Titans. Um my next game, 49ers versus the Cardinals. The 49ers, in my opinion, are one of the best teams in the league. Uh, the Cardinals are the complete opposite of that, and uh, I'm taking the 49ers. My next game, Rams versus Commanders. Rams, they're just more put-together team, and I think the Commanders are just one of the worst teams in the NFL and making bad trades this year, losing two of their best defensive players. So I'm obviously taking the Rams. Uh, next game, Cowboys versus Bills. Um, I think the Bills are on a little bit of a roll after losing a handful of games this, this year so far. After beating the Chiefs, Last week, I think that they, they have a little bit of confidence in themselves, and I think that the Bills will beat the Cowboys. 
my next my last game to review uh ravens versus jags if you've been listening to our podcast for since uh we first started i'm very high on the ravens and how much potential they have this year and i'm gonna take them over the jags uh, my final game the monday night game seahawks versus the eagles um in my opinion the eagles should absolutely walk away with this one nothing's really stopping them um this has been our prediction segment we will come back on monday and review our picks and see how right or wrong we were Welcome back to In the Backfield. Today is December 18th, and it's on the Monday, and we are talking about our Week 15 predictions and what we thought. My first game that I took a take on is the Chargers versus the Raiders. Oh my, I was <laughs> I was, I was, was really wrong. Glad the Chargers decided to fire the coach, and oh, I'm just mad about that. So I got that one wrong. The Raiders whooped the Chargers. Um... My first game and my first hit of this week is I had the Vikings over the Bengals, and the Vikings did not win. Um, As Minnesota fans, it hurts, obviously, but there's not much we can do when we're having this quarterback dilemma. Uh, Sucks to see, but, you know, we'll move on. My next game is the Colts versus the Steelers. I'm done perfect on this one. I I took the Colts. I knew the Steelers were going to struggle this game, and it showed. So, I was right, so I'm one-to-one. Taking my first win, I got Lions over the Broncos. Um, I said I liked the Lions just a little bit more, and and I guess my gut feeling is correct. Um, I'm one-and-one. My next game, Saints versus Giants. (laughs) I'm right again. I'm I'm so happy because I'm catching up now. Saints versus the Giants. I took it all. I took the Saints, and I'm glad I did because I knew the Giants weren't going to do anything this week. I had the the Browns over the Bears. That was a good pick. Um, Joe Flacco had an okay game. Defense had an okay game. It was it was just a good win for the Browns. I think so. I'm two and two. My next game that I took is the Panthers versus the Falcons, and I took the Falcons to win this game. Oh, my, I was wrong. (laughs) The Panthers are one of the worst teams in the NFL, and I got it wrong. No way the Falcons lost. Whatever. I'm two two for two. I'm two out of four games. That's fine. Um, My next game, Bucks versus versus Packers. Um, I got this one wrong. I was really hoping that the Packers would win, even though they're our division opponents. Um... I don't know. I like watching Jordan Love play, and uh, the Bucks just got the best of them in this game. My next game, the Dolphins versus the Jets. I knew this Dolphins team would turn it around this week after losing to the Titans the week prior, and they did what I was talking about. So the Dolphins won. I'm happy. <laughs> Everyone else is happy. Uh, my next game, Chiefs versus Patriots. Um not much to really say here. The Patriots aren't that good, and the Chiefs are okay. Not as good as they have been in previous years, but they're pretty decent. So, yeah, the, the Chiefs took this one, and I am currently 3-2. My next game, uh, Texans over Titans. I took the Texans. Even though C.J. Strad's out with a concussion, I thought, I thought the Texans executed very well over the Titans, and there's not much to say from that game. Um, I had 49ers-Cardinals. Um, I had the 49ers winning it, and that was correct. 
I mean, the Cardinals are okay. I mean, they got they got Kyler back, but um, he just he just can't seem to do anything currently. So uh, I am four and two currently. My next game, Rams versus Commanders. I was, I was correct on this one too, and the Commanders, like I said, they're not the greatest team in the world, and they're they're just kind of in the rebuild phase of some teams like around them aren't so it's gonna be hard for them to compete in this league uh, next game I got Cowboys versus the Bills I thought the Bills needed this one to to almost stay alive they had a, a little bit of a um, a little bit of a role moving on after beating the Chiefs and uh, they beat the Cowboys I'm gonna add a little bit onto that game I was watching that game I was excited <laughs> uh, Ravens versus the Jags. I took the Ravens. Still super high on Lamar and all the everybody that that's on the Ravens. Um, and I think they handed it to the Jags, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, final game of the week. Um, we will come back and review this one later, as it is Monday, and the Eagles and Seahawks have currently not played. Um, we will see what happens. Next week. But I'm currently, I have six right and two wrong in mine out of, so pretty much uh, out of our, my eight games. And then I am, uh, I am five and two currently. And then we'll see what happens with the Eagles game and Seahawks game. Welcome back to In the Backfield. Today we have our special guests on here, Jake and Harrison from Great Lake Debates. Would you guys like to tell us a little about yourselves? Yeah, we are a podcast that speaks about everything Minnesota sports. Twins, Timberwolves, Vikings. Gophers, too. Yep. Um, so, a few getting to know you things. How has your podcast been going? It's been great. We've loved talking about Minnesota sports. I mean, we do this on our free time, so it's cool to just put a microphone in front of us and upload it. Yeah, we've done episodes about the Gophers, when, when, when was the best time to be a sports fan. We've done a bunch of things that I thought was really fun. Since we're all Minnesota guys here, what was the best year to be a Minnesota sports fan? We said 2004 because the Timberwolves were really good, the Vikings made the playoffs, and the Twins made the playoffs. So that was a fun year. What is your guys' favorite episodes individually? Did you guys like an episode more than the rest? I like the episode where we went went and broke down all of Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, the Minnesota Vikings general manager's drafts, and we graded all those picks and gave our opinions. I thought that was a really nice episode. Yeah, that one was really fun because I felt like uh, we really knew what we were talking about and it was really fun to analyze it. Um, I do think the one we're recording right now is probably the best one, so you guys can watch that in about two weeks when it comes out. Yep. Um, what do you guys think about the Minnesota Vikings this year? Um, interesting. It's been a roller coaster. Yep, roller coaster. Started out 1-4, and four, went 5-0, and oh, Kirk went down. Or we started out 1-4, and four, then we came back and won our next five games, Kirk went down. And it's kind of just been a, really a slugfest against every other team, defensively and offensively. So, I don't. it's been interesting. Yeah. Do you guys think in, that, in your guys' opinion that's hurt the Vikings the most? Definitely, yes. I think, our, I think our chemistry has been great, even after Kirk. But I think that's the biggest key to the Vikings, um, especially on their five-game win streak. Uh, and I think Kirk was just really good. Um, so losing a leader like him definitely hurts but but yeah I agree 
How do you guys, how do you guys think the addition of Brian Flores has been this year? I think we should hand him a blank check, and uh, yeah, we need to have him back. I don't care what it takes. If he needs to be a co-head coach with uh, Kevin, so be it. I think he's amazing. Yeah, I mean, he's really done a lot with a little. He doesn't have a ton of talent on defense, but he's really held teams in check. He blitzes a lot. I think it's fun to watch, especially after last year when the Vikings defense was super conservative. Although he has had a tendency in these past couple weeks to let teams drive down the field and get scoring and winning drives, but other than that, he's been really, really good. What do you think allowed the Vikings to come back into midseason when they started winning more and more games? Creed. Think, it's the song they yeah, played. Yeah, yeah. It was Creed. That's all it was. Um, yeah, I think it was, again, chemistry, though. Like, I don't think the team gave up. The losses were not, like, blowouts. So Our I think we always line, just stuck together. Our offensive and defensive lines played really well together. I thought the trenches were a big reason of why we started to have that midseason success. Do you guys think the Minnesota Vikings are going to be a playoff picture team? I mean, they are in the playoff picture right now, so I'd say yeah. Um, yeah, I like them for the. I'd like for them to make the playoffs, but realistically, I don't think it's possible with Nick Mullins. Um, I don't know. I'd just say we give the young guys a shot, play it out for next year, and see what we have. Yep. And that's all that we have for time today. Thank you, Jake and Harrison. Is there anything you'd like to say to shout out your guys' podcast? Yeah, like I said, we have a new podcast coming out in about two weeks. You can find it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And go follow our Instagram at Great Lakes Debates. So um, thank you for listening. We hope you're having a great day. We will see you in our next episode. These are all provided by ESPN. You can find us on Spotify at the Creative Communications page. And we'll have it linked in our emails every single week. Thank you.